0: Mm-hmm. Clear! Clear. Ah! Hey. Hey. It. Run to hey. straight. We're gonna draw a little bit of everybody's blood. Find out who's the thing.
1: Welcome to Cocktail Cinema. I am your first favorite bartender, your third favorite author, Josh Price. We got a special
0: guest in the studio today, Fozzie Russell. Oh my goodness, it feels so great to wear this crazy hat. <laughs> Fozman man here, glad to be here.
2: Kick it over to my man Josh. Fazrul, so I'm a big fan, man. Hey, I'm doing some work behind the boards tonight. My name is Shasti.
1: Excellent, excellent.
2: <clears throat> so,
1: tonight, in in honor of our our guest, we're gonna be discussing horror classic The Thing. And in pairing with that, we have ourselves a little seasonal cider from Cider Boys. It is their Mad Bark Brew. It's an apple
2: cinnamon hard cider. They're out of Stevens Point, Wisconsin. Somewhat local, not oh, super local. Oh No, I, I know Stevens Point. I, I did some fishing up there one time. Cheers, boys. Cheers. Salud.
0: Spooky. Oh. oh, man. This is not drink like a regular beer or cider. No, it's...
1: Every sip of that is is absolutely seasonal. It's got that hot cider
2: yeah, flavor if starbucks did like a apple spiced mm-hmm. latte it would mm-hmm. be this good yeah it like, fill it,
0: it fills the mouth for sure it definitely tastes like fall yes definitely tastes like fall. and it's got that like kind of thicker feel i don't know if it's yeah just
1: it fills the mouth just it's, by it's, the spices or i don't even know but it's it's thick. yeah it, it's a true cider in my opinion yeah and it's 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 aromatic even on the tongue. Like you're not necessarily smelling it, but it feels like it's wafting up and filling the yeah. palate. And I've had cider
0: boys before and I was impressed before, but this is this is like perfect fall.
2: This tastes yeah. like you're doing the apple pie shots. Yeah. yeah. You're like the hunter proof, yeah. but it's in beer form and it's like Right. you're not it's, gonna get hung over. You, you guys drink six of them, yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: and I mean for, for those looking to to pick up a good cider, cider boys is always a good option. As far as price point goes, they're comparable to to Angry Orchard, but they provide a much higher quality product. And in my opinion, Angry Orchard is nothing to write home about. I don't know. I think they're just the name. Yeah, Angry Orchard is kind of like the Bud Light of cider. Yeah, they're the standard.
2: Yeah. yeah, they set the standard, yeah. but being able to say that <clears> But this yard, is, you it, can yeah. get this for cheap or in it's. It's basically like craft yeah. cider these without boys, craft these boys price. Are better. These
0: boys are better, for sure. Yeah.
1: So now that we've had our first sip. Let's get into some of the behind-the-scenes stuff. What's the thing on your mind? The thing? The thing is on my mind. Oh. It was a. Uh, it was released in 1982, directed by John Carpenter, the horror titan, one of uh, two of the most famous horror directors, uh, along with Wes Craven. Um, it had a 15 million dollar budget. It slow like the budget slowly climbed up because the practical effects are pretty expensive. Um, but they settled on 15 mil and it was kind of a box office bomb. Kind of, it was really a box office bomb. Yeah. Um, Seems made like less a- than $20 million back 19.6. Um, it was, m- it wasn't like globally released. Like some, some films are, it was mostly a, a North American release. So that kind of hindered it a little bit. Critics weren't too fond of it. Um, it was considered a critical failure and one critic was stated as calling it instant junk. As opposed to an instant wow. classic, wow. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Words that have not aged. Maybe well. it's because of the hat. It's. I mean, <laughs> it was. It, it was kind of the end of the era as far as like slow burn horror went. So it wasn't necessarily the trend. But I mean, Carpenter's still a master of his craft. So it looked. It looked great, but people weren't. Critics weren't fond of it, um, like many of our features it was a great success on like video release many years later like when VhS became a thing the thing became a thing
0: mm-hmm. the thing thing
1: yeah so it was it can be classified as a cult hit but it's kind of surpassed the the cult status at this point it's it's now considered a true classic um there is a remake that was announced earlier in 2020 that is uh slated at this point for release in 2022 but with everything going on in the world that could change but Mm -hmm. we thought it was a timely addition to to the catalog that we address this now um so this film came shortly after carpenter's success with the first halloween film there were a few directors that were considered for this movie but uh after halloween became a success the studio settled on, on on carpenter and they came to a deal um carpenter and his
0: his uh Special effects director as and well. Wow, that guy, Botton. Yeah. yeah, that guy. This movie is Roy Botton, I think. Was that yeah, that guy needs a raise and should be in the Hall yeah, of Fame. Of, those of producer movie.
2: guys always need. Our, our <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. Dude, and, <laughs> no, and uh, Carpenter took amazing. him with
1: him pretty much everywhere. Like they worked together for their whole career. Yeah,
2: that guy brought on all like the the costume and Mm -hmm. we'll get to that well
1: and i mean yeah we'll we'll talk about what the thing was actually made of as far as practical effects go Mm -hmm. but um the the studio like that being said the studio was very intimately involved in picking the right team and even though it was a bomb it was still a masterpiece of art because they had the right actors they had the right you know production team and the right director yeah do you mean faz russell (laughs) <laughs> Russell. And, uh, I don't know if you guys know this, but this is actually a pseudo remake of a movie that came out. Um, gosh, the name of the movie is escaping me, but it's based. It's also based on a book. So this is a remake of an adaptation. And most critics today believe that this is the better product out of all three of those things. Hmm. Um, and the last thing of note that I wanted to point out is uh, the great character actor, Keith David. This was his first big film role. This was kind of his break.
0: And who's Keith David? To- oh, so Keith to
1: David, um, for our 90s babies, he voiced Goliath in uh, Gargoyles, but he was also the the priest in the Riddick movies. Um, he's he's kind of been all over. If you play... Video games, you've heard his voice. If you watch movies, you've seen him. A million times he's, over. He's a great character yeah.
0: actor. He's had a very successful career after this. And then I'd like to add also, um, this movie was banned in Sweden. Yes. Um, they didn't allow it. They, 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 I don't know who was in charge of that, but they said, nah, not going <laughs> to happen. I don't know if it's the mix-up between Norwegian and Swedish that they went through for like the first 15, 20 minutes of the movie. Right. But, you know, that's neither here nor there.
2: So if any of the bookies at home want to go in and and uh, reread it, uh, who goes there? Yes, Where's, who goes there? It was uh, by John W. Campbell, who was a science fiction writer from like it was published in 38. Mm-hmm. Wow
1: yeah. so that, well, that's <laughs> cool.: That's really cool, actually. There's a lot of films that were made between. Um, I mean, we're talking about this, the age of the space race. And this is a little bit off topic as far as behind the scenes goes. But like during that period of of rapid advancement as far as technology goes, um, there were a lot of films that were made about science fiction books that were written in the 20s, 30s, and 40s, just mm-hmm. kind of depicting what you know the future might look like mm-hmm. as far
0: as space travel goes. And this definitely falls into that category. And I'll also add to that, too, is like right when Stereo Sound was coming out, this movie yeah. was... Mm -hmm. Kind of a pioneer of that. It was pretty much that same year Mm -hmm. when Stereo Sound came out. And you can totally tell Mm -hmm. um, by listening to it nowadays how many layers and mm-hmm. you know stereo effects that came to be
1: especially if you, if you
0: listen to it uh like with
1: headphones it's harder to notice sometimes with like a soundbar or straight out of the tv but if you're listening to headphones you hear the sound go around mm-hmm. you like like greg is talking about with that stereo
2: yeah that's how it was when we covered my uh, name's not
0: greg it's faz
2: <laughs> <Russell>. <laughs> yeah, yeah when we were covering shining same thing you it's,
1: know what uh, I mean? yeah it's not my name it's turd
0: ferguson, <laughs> turd ferguson. i got a funny hat it's funny yeah, <laughs> I know we're audible,
2: but I got a big funny fucking hat. <laughs> he does. Give me, gonna, give me he swords does. for five hundred. It's <laughs> a the good s category. <laughs> That's s words. Give me the rapist. That's the therapist. therapist. Oh. Kurt. Oh, we, what the hell? Oh,
1: I'll do uh, swords for uh, <laughs> your mother. We'll make by four thousand. <laughs> <laughs> we digress. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'm gonna dive into this speed review. Give it to me, Yosh. I've been getting good at this. Mm Alrighty. So, So, the movie opens up in uh, Antarctica at a uh, scientific study camp, essentially. Um, And a helicopter crashes at the American camp. 31. And the survivor of the helicopter crash is, he seems to be losing his mind. And there's a dog that runs out of the helicopter and he chases the dog. He tries to shoot the dog accidentally shoots one of the Americans, and the Americans have to kill him in self-defense because they think he's gone crazy. Um, they wonder why they the helicopter was sent out without any notice, so some of the Americans head over to the Norwegian camp. Not to be confused with Swedish. Right. The Swedish camp was totally fine, and they survived this whole movie.
2: <laughs> All the Nordic region.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the Norse camp. Um, so, yeah, they head over to the to the Norwegian camp where the helicopter came from, and they find it is totally bombed out. It's been burned to the ground. Um, when they get back to the they get back to the camp, they realize the dog uh, is a shape shifting creature of some kind. Later to be realized as an alien, and they they discover an alien ship buried in the ice at the outside of the Norwegian camp that had been dug up. They estimate that it's been there for about a hundred thousand years. And something must have escaped the escaped the ship and essentially taken out the Norwegian camp. They get back to the American camp, and the rest of the movie is this thing, the alien, kills and assumes the identities of all the Americans one by one until after a final showdown, there are just two men left, and that would be uh, Kurt Russell's character, MacReady. That's Russell. And... <laughs> Foz Russell's character, McCready, and Keith David's character, uh, Childs? Childs. Childs. Childs? Childs. And they, the movie ends with them kind of looking at each other, and one of them might be the thing.
0: Or mm. might not. Or both of them, or neither of them. It's up for interpretation, like all good movies have. So that's our review. Let's get into the good stuff. The good stuff? Let's get into the good stuff. Let's get into the thing. Yeah. Let's get into that thing. Let's get into this thing. So it was actually filmed in Alaska. Antarctica, partially, yeah. Juneau, Alaska. Uh, June, the June, Alaska. For, for the most yeah. part, it was in Alaska. Absolutely. And uh, yeah, so this guy's trying to gun down a dog from a mm-hmm. helicopter. Like for like 10 minutes straight, he's chasing this dog, shooting shooting bullets at a And dog. your first
2: thought is like, this guy's an asshole. He's yeah. trying <laughs> to shoot down <laughs> a dog. <laughs> he's trying to, you know, he's but just, little do you he, know. The dog's running the
0: Iditarod by himself. <laughs> and he's you know, just trying to shoot the dog dead. You know, and we're like, fuck that guy, you know? <laughs> and uh, he crashes, and he sets a bomb off. And- yeah, he,
1: he, he actually, like, it, it. the helicopter crashes, but it could probably have been salvaged, but then he blows the thing yeah. up.
2: For good reason. Well, yeah, yeah we'll get it later, but the... Some of those parts seem like they might have been scavenged too. Yeah. But when the dog the dog runs away and it becomes a stray dog for mm-hmm. your camp for Yeah, the your,
1: Americans take in the dog. Yeah, for your antagonist. And yeah. it's
2: it's that's the introduction of the thing mm-hmm. into the camp.
1: Now I we are kind of we steamrolled through this story. I again I wanna mm-hmm. point out this movie is for the first half or two thirds, this movie is very slow. Yep. It's kind of it's kind of the last of its own almost, of its breed.
0: Almost unnecessary, though I think. But I mean, they did their due diligence as far as their research. Mm-hmm. You know, they had to go in the, you know, <laughs> pilot Foz Russell had to yeah. dive in a few times um <laughs> and to go check some stuff out. He's like the leader, you know. Kurt Russell is the leader of the the, the de maniacs. facto leader.
1: He's not yeah. originally. He's just yeah. the helicopter yeah. pilot in the beginning. But all of that is slowly revealed to you. Mm-hmm. Like, the when you first meet the Americans, like, they're all just kind
0: of sitting around the camp not doing much. Like, Kurt right. Russell is playing chess yeah. on a oh, yeah, very that's so primitive good. computer. Yes, and that, that chess game is so funny. <laughs> the chess game is so good. Uh, so good. Checkmate, <laughs> checkmate. 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 And he, he burns it up with J.B. Scott. Dumps his scotch. Dumps scotch because he lost. Checkmate. So yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. So JB Scotch went into this film. Yeah, JB uh jb Scotch. <laughs> the 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 level of alcohol that like never seems to fade is <laughs> I, glorious. Like the It's uh, terrible. Until that that first scene because he looks at his he dumps the scotch on mm-hmm. the computer and then takes a swig and then <laughs> checks the bottle for more and he's like I'm disappointed. Ah crap I dumped the rest yeah, of the scotch Yeah he
1: loses and... his chess match Destroys the computer With his Checkmate. scotch And then he's like uh oh, fuck I'm out of scotch But is that really a
0: loss It was j b It was yeah, Swill I'm not a big scotch guy anyway But
2: Checkmate <laughs> Checkmate Booze is gone Bitches uh, All right, so, yeah, yeah, go ahead. No, no, that is pretty much all I had. I was going to say, for me, like, the favorite part about the thing Mm -hmm. is you see zombie movies, vampire movies, werewolf movies. They're, Mm -hmm. like, lores. They're, like, oh, it's scary. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? But it's, like, you know, know, pretty much when someone's dead, they're dead. Like, it's not Mm going to be, like, a vampire zombie mm -hmm. coming back for you. Or maybe there is. But the unknown is and the uncertainty. Right. Like with this being an uh, extraterrestrial mm-hmm. yeah, and they that go, they
1: just can't keep, seem to kill. They burn this thing alive like nine times.
2: The, 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 that the is, theme of the movie is flame. That is the, mm-hmm. other, the other favorite part of the movie, right? Like you can shoot someone through the heart mm-hmm. or the head or give them garlic or something, right? Yeah. But the thing works on a, a microbiological level, yeah. right? So the it takes over your cells. It, it consumes you and then it, it assumes you, right? Mm-hmm. So, with that being said, the only way to kill it isn't killing like you see the head coming off at a certain point mm-hmm. and crawling away. It's not just like killing a certain point that in the body. Creepy ass spider it's thing. like, yeah, yeah, yeah my favorite shit. monsters are the ones that need to be flamethrowed. Well, <laughs> and, and, <laughs> this. and the flamethrower
0: is the weapon of choice
2: of this movie. Yeah, because yes. you need to kill all the cells because the cells yeah. can take mm-hmm, over mm-hmm. your biology. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: It's it's got like Wolverine's healing factor. <laughs> yeah, it just regenerates. Or really, like for my DC fans, Lobo. Mm. Um, well,
0: they dig this. The, so they dig this entity. They well, they they stumble upon the Norwegian area where they mm-hmm. were doing some research yeah. and stuff like that, and they come to find out there's a giant fucking spaceship there. Yeah. And so they investigate, blah blah. blah. And before that, they they saw that there was a giant chunk of ice that was taken into their research center. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was nothing in it. And yeah. so right away they're like, "Oh, shit. yeah, something shit. got out." And so they Something said, got out of the Millennium Falcon that's buried in the ice over here. Something like that. Something like that, man. I don't know. But they yeah, that once you get to like that past the first hour, it's mm-hmm. like it's that's that's where the movie kind of begins. Everything else is kind of backstory. And you know, it's like, it's
1: helpful that this movie isn't, you know, 3 hours long. It's really only uh, about 110 minutes long, so an hour, a little over an hour and a half.
2: Yeah, and you're saying it's slow too. It's yeah. still like not a three-hour slow mm-hmm. movie.
1: Yeah, so it's 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 not it's slow. It's a slow build, but then it quite literally becomes explosive. Yeah. So, so yeah. once they start blowing shit up, Piercing the movie starts everywhere. to carry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, before we get to that fun stuff, um, <laughs> Wilford Brimley plays uh, Blaine Blair Blair. In Blair. this movie. Yep, yep, yep. And I did not recognize him at first because he's, he's known for that big bushy mustache. Is that the dog guy? No, it's the guy that they lock in the cabin by himself.
0: Oh, yes. The, yeah.
1: Doc- the doctor. Yeah. Hey, okay. So the guy who's like, well, i'm that. fine yeah,
2: yeah if there was something wrong with me it's gone let yeah. me out i yeah. don't want to stay out here i want to come, come ins- back inside i want to come inside <laughs> i want to be please, one of the boys please. i just want to
0: be inside and that <laughs> happens all the way through the movie like i yeah. don't want to be tied to this fucking couch anymore <laughs> blah you know all the He's, tie him up shoot him down whatever he looks
2: it's the trust ridiculous. factor ridiculous yeah and that's the whole thing like we did scream earlier and talked about how that ties into like the best kind of mystery movie, mm-hmm. right? Because they give you all these components. Where this, it's you have an imposter in your group. You know, mm-hmm. like the Walking Dead, your your classic imposter but tale. Everybody's in. the But past. It, it, it's not a yeah. mystery in the sense of a classic mystery. It's the it's the, the like the audience is given like mm-hmm. zero clues, and you become paranoid watching it.
1: Well, it's isolation on three levels. So yeah. first of all, they're isolated in Antarctica. Mm-hmm. Second of all, they're isolated because they can't trust each other, and the audience is then isolated because they they can't. It feels like the film itself is an unreliable narrator. Yeah,
0: so you can't trust what you're seeing. And add a fourth. We're talking about otherworldly creatures. Mm -hmm. You know, so that's there's another. Which is also another
2: reason why it's my favorite kind of monster because it's like I said, extraterrestrial. It's the unknown. You know, it's not something that's been debunked a hundred times. It's
1: so before before we. Again, get into the really good stuff. Yeah, I had I had a, a question that I I wanted to ask you off Mike, but how many things are there? Like, is this just one alien that can detach parts and regrow, or is it multiple aliens? Uh,
0: well, shit. I I think where there's one, there's many. Um, you know, I thought I don't think that one entity drove that entire spaceship in there. Maybe they mm-hmm. maybe it was a a mission where they just wanted to dig themselves underground for a hundred thousand years and be found later to inherit the earth. Well it looks like I, they crash landed. I think it's I think the
2: reason I think it's one is because mm-hmm. the reason you said it, a crash landing. Mm-hmm. Like they're obviously dying instantly with flames, right? Yeah. So yeah. If, if it wasn't an incidental crash landing and there was say a dozen as opposed mm-hmm. to one, there'd be one in South America. There'd be one in North America. There'd be one mm-hmm. in East Europe, West Europe, not just in they the, would have in the coldest the place in the world where it's negative 100 mm-hmm. degrees at night. But maybe you know maybe I mean?
0: They would survive there because they were because of the negative temperatures. They their that, bodies will be. Able to that's
2: survive. why I think it was one and done. We sent mm-hmm. like, yeah. like it was. If they found that, like I said, if they found mm-hmm. that in um, the middle of nowhere, you yeah. know what I mean. And in any big city, that would be.
1: When I think I think this is like intentionally left up to the viewer. Be and it, it, it's kind of the part of the suspense and part of the the distrust is like, are there more of them? I'm I lean towards there being just one, but I am curious as like if people think there's there's
0: more than one, why they but assume I, that? I, I, well, we can talk about this some more too later. But um, it they say it only takes one particle mm-hmm. to infest one human being yeah you know and that or the whole like, camp or exact, the whole city or mm-hmm. the whole... so so so, so uh, the, the crazy part about it is just one mm-hmm. just one alien entity is capable of sixty thousand hours of taking over the whole entire world is yeah what, what came down to it so inside their blood and their being they're already multiplying yeah okay. so so yes it might have been just one but it became it it's it's asexual it's, production. Yeah, pretty much, man. I mean, w- without even, yeah, I don't know, just just something to interpretate.
1: <laughs> so, so the the existential questions out of the way, let's talk about these practical effects. Yeah, like I said, oh my goodness, Carpenter's the king of of having practical effects in his films. He uses or he used a large chunk of this budget specifically for practical effects, and he brought his boy, uh, I think it's Roy Botten, um, on that had he had worked with before. And the thing doesn't have just like one form. Like there's a there's a scene where it's got fucking spider legs. There's a scene where it's it almost looks a little bit like the alien from Aliens. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, it, well, it, it takes on a lot of different yeah, forms. it regenerates
0: the the organism that it's in, inhabiting.
1: Yeah, and none of that none of that was CGI. All yeah. of that was really I was used.
0: blown away. I'm a first timer to this movie. I don't know how the fuck I've never <laughs> seen this movie before, but I was blown away the last half of this movie. I. I can't believe this movie was made in 1982. Like, this is so far beyond its time yeah. as far as CGI and mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. I mean, this movie stands out as probably one of the best. Yeah. Wow, factors and I, I'm 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 speechless about like the yeah. the amount of time and energy and manipulation of form mm-hmm. I, you know i i, I can't and that, believe
2: it that's mani- manipulation of form without cgi like exactly. this is yeah. this is a good decade before the it's so beyond its time yeah like before people are scratching on the surfaces for cgi and making shit that was like super you know you, you compare the end of the line before cgi mm-hmm. and how advanced they were and how scary they can make this shit live. yeah like, this is an organism that takes on the biological role it's like, of mm-hmm. its of its host, right? right. So, yeah. it's
1: like... It literally consumes. Right. Like so, clay, at the point when, they, when <laughs> they burn it down the first time, it's a and dog's K-Y head Dally. in there. There's
2: spider legs coming out when it's running yeah. away. Like, mm-hmm. it's not... And that's the scary part for me. It's not just, like, something you can close your eyes and see when you're falling asleep it's yeah, almost sure. like the scariest things that you've ever seen yeah, ever can manifest yeah. from, manifest yeah. from this yeah. and
0: I think that first opening scene like where you actually see yeah. what the thing can do with the dogs yeah. when, the, when that first dog that he was trying to kill goes into that kennel mm-hmm. because he's kind of a whatever he was allowed to kind of run around the run around. rec room yeah. um, but that first scene where the dog kind of lays down and they all start barking and then yeah. holy fucking shit that's where I was like whoa that's like that's a wow moment right yeah. there. Like I've never seen anything like that from this decade. Well, and it's it's not only is it
1: that the like the dogs know it's not a dog and they avoid it, so it kind yeah. of is. It's so
0: it truly adapts. It yeah, truly it adapts. it
1: consumes all of those other dogs and it absorbs them into itself and tries to turn itself into another dog. I I guess. Yeah. I don't know why it was shape shifting at that point, but regardless, that is one of the creepiest looking scenes in the whole movie is yeah. seeing that it's like f- three or four
0: dogs all at once. And there's like strings, heads hanging yeah, out like, and like just outreach yeah. on every level. And it's the, gross. The noises like we, like, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like Chassis put into our uh, opening <laughs> scenes there. like that. Mm-hmm. Like that's it's like, it's Oh me! my goodness. The foley like, on this movie is amazing. I, I couldn't believe it. I was, I, I couldn't believe I'd never seen this before. Like it, I'm still. Clear. Clear. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Let's talk about that scene. That scene. (laughs) So, there's a... That's probably like 45 minutes before the
1: end. Yeah, I'd say this is probably halfway into the movie. There's a scene where one of the guys stops breathing. And he doesn't have a pulse. So, they go to uh, defibrillate him. him, And they, they shock him the first time. And he doesn't get a pulse. So, the doc goes to shock him again. And... As soon as he puts the paddles down, the guy's stomach opens up and it turns into a mouth. The mouth chops off the arms. Mm -hmm. Even that, that was practical in a way you wouldn't expect. Like You'd you'd expect prosthetics, but they switched actors for that. For that scene, they used a a double amputee and they just attached the prosthetics to where he'd been amputated. Really? Yeah, and they just had him pull away after the (coughs) the clamp came (coughs) down. No fucking way. Wow. And then they cut and they went back to that, back to the original actor. And wow. they just, cause after that you really only see his face. Yeah. So every scene where you see his body without his arms, that's that, that extra, that double amputee extra. That's cool. Yeah. 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 Talk wow. about, talk about Fuck CGI. Yeah. Talk yeah. about <laughs> taking somebody like, uh, Oh, you, a you a lost your arm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you <laughs> want to make a million dollars? <laughs> Yo, I got a guy. For this. Yeah. I got,
2: I got a guy. I got a guy.
1: I know
0: somebody. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's, that's great, yeah, man. I mean, I think the, so, pretty CGI
2: much, cut out work for, like, a lot of these mm-hmm. people. Yeah, just, I
0: think that's the, pretty much the whole movie. You know, the plot's decent, but the movie is just a shining light on... Effects. Effects. Yeah, old it's, school effects. Yeah. And, like, even...
1: Like, I've seen some of the 2011, like, prequel, and it's... there. There's a little more, or a lot more, uh, like, CGI to that one, and it just doesn't hold up the same. Like... You you talk about movies that or, or series that switched from practical effects to CGI like Star Wars, and it's a noticeable difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's there's times where, you know, CGI looks great, but there's when you're talking about on set between actors, there's there's a realism
0: to those practical effects, uh, and that's amen. why Carpenter stuck to them so strongly. And it's it's crazy to think too, like movies like this and like we talked about, he did Halloween and where mm-hmm. there's like, there's really nothing to yeah. It Halloween doesn't, doesn't require doesn't, that, that doesn't, expertise. Yeah, it, yeah exactly. It, which it just, it, I don't know. It's a, it's a totally different movie. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, totally different genre. This is a, yeah. Like I said, this is a creature feature, yeah, exactly, yeah. sci-fi
1: horror. And that is much more of a, that that's like Halloween is one of the more original, uh, slashers. And this is a, an old school horror movie. And, and it's, it's, it was kind of a dying breed at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, We've kind of come back into it with the resurgence of, like, people's appreciation of of Lovecraft's work. Like, don't get me wrong, the guy was a racist piece of shit, but Lovecraft could write creepy creatures. Yeah. And that's some of the stuff that they were drawing on back then. That's why in movies like this, you saw tentacles and eyes all over the place. Mm -hmm. Because it was just that, uh, what do they call it? Existential horror or cosmic Mm -hmm. horror, you know?
0: And it's a shame it's not. Yeah. You know, uh, because people weren't ready for that alien being to be mm-hmm. so thrusted into their lives. Yeah, uh, E.T. came out like two weeks later and fucking crushed. Yeah, they wanted that, uh, un- that unbiased, that mm-hmm. benign. Yeah, the of neutral alien. alien. Yeah, like a friend. Yeah, alien. but
2: also Alien came out before this, right? The original Alien
1: would have been. Probably seventy nine or eighty. Okay.
2: That's what I'm saying. I feel like they already had that dose of that. Maybe like what Foz yeah. Ru- Faz Russell, our <laughs> lovely guesses, is, is saying it's like people were hat. over that wanted like the bring home to your family type mm-hmm. thing. But in my mind, like seeing the alien mm-hmm. and not necessarily still after analyzing the movie being able to put like I couldn't go up to a sketch artist and draw a yeah. thing. You know what I mean? Because yeah. it's still like
0: because it takes on every form. It takes
2: on the mm-hmm. f- the form of the strongest en- entities that yeah I, I would know or you would know. Yeah. Or anyone well, essentially, or like
1: for my Harry Potter nerds out there, this this creature is a bogger. It it takes the form of whatever you're most afraid of, and it. I mean, in this case, it doesn't do it intentionally. It just it tries to assimilate. And kind of ninja its way through, yeah. Yeah, The
2: strongest thing around. But when (laughs) you
1: do see it in the light, it is the creepiest thing you've ever seen. Like that's why these scenes are so legitimately scary. Fucking forty years later, Mm -hmm. yeah, Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Like no joke. Almost forty years ago they made this movie, and
0: they don't make things scary in that way anymore. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to break this up a little bit, and Mm -hmm. we're going to talk about the faz hat. (laughs) if you haven't seen this movie, Kurt Russell wears the fucking dumbest <laughs> fucking hat as he flies his helicopter. He's a pilot. He's like pilot whatever the fuck. Mac. Pilot Mac. Thirty one America. Dude, you have to see this fucking hat. It's like a it's like a it's like a wrong it's pirate a hat. Floppy sun hat essentially. <laughs> Dude, it's it's great. I mean and he he wears it on the back of his his neck a lot of the time or just, mm-hmm. just like, hanging there. I don't know if it's his like comfort blanket when he flies. <laughs> he just got like his his booby
2: it's like his movie
0: like i need my my comfort thing you know but jesus christ this hat
2: is glorious well it's funny like the thing has at a certain point in time like rips his jacket up to pieces and <laughs> leaves it out for evidence not his and hat it, if they would have left his head out there if the thing would have left his floppy head out there then be like you know i thought know, be, you know, it would
0: have it been great if the if, if, yeah, if, yeah, if, if the thing yeah.
2: took over the hat
0: yeah <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: the hat is the real culprit like Oh my goodness! That's the real entity of like <laughs> yeah. the, whole the whole the, the alien. Whole. The alien is the hat. Yeah. Well, that's, that's like uh, bulky and dumb, and what, I love it.
1: What was that um, teenage mutant ninja turtles villain who like the body wasn't the creature, but it was just the stomach, like the chest plate?
0: Oh, Crang! Yeah, Krang, yeah. yeah. Nice, nice, nice touch there. <laughs> so- <laughs> So this is this is the scary version of that. Sorry, I had to
1: I had to break it up with this hat, dude. I'm sorry. For
0: well, you. It's a glorious movie. It's and, crazy. But, he
1: looks so he's like Jeremiah Johnson in this movie. Yeah, he's a mountain man yeah. for sure. Big beard, big
0: hair, and a It big, took him a okay.
1: year to to grow this hair and this beard out. <laughs> was the hat like a deal breaker for him? <laughs> I think
0: he just wanted his boogie. Yeah. He just he's wanted like, his yeah. booby. That's like my not favorite even- character, just <laughs> Kurt Russell. I'm not doing this movie without this hat. Hence the Foz hat, the Foz <laughs> Russell. I love it. We <laughs> we oh, get down man. but No, absolutely front to back. Like it's it's a horror show. Mm-hmm. It's 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 nasty. it's visual horror. It's nasty. Yeah.
1: It's cosmic horror. And it's, it's mental about, horror. Part. Like
2: I said, it's not like mm-hmm. scream horror where it's a mystery. It's mm-hmm. it's like a level above that. You know, it's paranoia mm-hmm. is what the audience is seeing yeah. instead of like the people around you are
1: you can tell that this is based on a book that was written in the 1930s because the themes of like isolationism and yeah. and, and mm-hmm. nationalism by extension and being afraid of of yeah, the true. other. So there's there's elements you could you could yeah. you could make race you, you know, can't the trust argument, the guy racism, next to you, yeah.
0: you don't, and that's the, the blood test scene mm-hmm. yeah with um, the that's huge it's, it's, with a, the it's, AIDS the yeah. AIDS
2: pandemic happening at that time too like mm-hmm. some of some of the theories around that are are like.
0: And they, we talked about particles and how it can in, it manifest your your body with a mm-hmm. particle mm-hmm. almost like a disease they're yeah, wiping yeah. off the same blood with a scalpel <laughs> and using it for every person like that's that's a particle ladies and yeah. gentlemen but I mean that's that's one hole in this thing you know but we're gonna draw a little bit of everybody's blood damn right we are <laughs> but it, they put it in they so they so they put everybody's blood into a petri dish kind of thing um, and mm-hmm. they heat up a coil mm-hmm um, with the fucking flamethrower. <laughs> oh, my God. The flamethrower is like... The, that's like the... I feel like the flamethrower is Is the, its own character. Is the character. Yeah, it's on pilot mode it's, at the time. It's, <laughs> just... Death just by, by flame. flame. Fuck you. Flame him. Flame on, dude. But... So they put everybody's blood into a pizza dish, and they heat up a coil to mm-hmm. see how it's going to react um, to that, because mm-hmm. the... I almost said serpent, but the <laughs> entity, the thing, the thing would try to get away from that heat to mm-hmm. to survive. Right. And it only happened once, I think. Yeah, they only found one guy who yeah. was, and he saw the blood the creep thing. away. Yeah, it like explodes yeah, out of the petri yeah. dish,
1: almost like a hand. And then the blood Meanwhile, tries they to had get like away.
0: Three people tied to a chair. Yeah,
2: and all use the same knife, like you said. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I
0: don't
1: know. So they they torch that guy. Mm-hmm. And remind me, is it the blood that gets away, or is it part of that guy's body that gets away? The blood gets away. Yeah. The blood gets away. Okay. Um, but not before it takes out another one of their team members, which mm-hmm. that's one of the first times you see how it takes over somebody's body. Like, you see it twice. This is the aggressive takeover where it just assaults this person and assumes their identity and immediately stands up as that person. The other time you see it is when... Uh, it grabs the person it's going to assimilate by the mouth. It covers
0: their mouth, and yeah. its fingers dig into their face. That was that was one of the coolest parts I thought about mm-hmm. it as far as uh, as far as the uh, the effects the go. effects go, yeah. When he just dug in, like yeah, that? that's, mm-hmm. Larry, that's was like, one Larry. I was like, was yes, like, holy yeah. shit, man! And it was. It it's made, hard to it think about good. how they could have done that practically Seriously. without losing quality. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, hundred percent. Seriously, ahead of its time. Yep, yeah. absolutely. And I think that the first uh, one of the when they first find this. The frozen entity where, like, where the Norwegians stumbled upon this mm-hmm. this thing, and they they brought it back to their base, and it was like it was kind of like that happy clown, sad clown <laughs> thing, you know, that like they were morphing. Yeah. And right off the bat, you are like, what the fuck? Where it's is got this? the two heads. Yeah. yeah. and yeah. then it it just, it grows on that, and it keeps growing and growing mm-hmm. and growing, and then it just at even at the end, I mean, the the hell dogs come out of mm-hmm. like the the master. After he's taken so much life and 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 everything, he, it's kind of internal. He kind of internalized everything, or mm-hmm. the thing internalized everything. Because at the end, the dogs are coming out. He's got a kind of a giant sharp dinosaur head. So um, let's 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 be clear, just so people know, we're talking about the scene
1: in the tunnel where uh, it's basically just the thing and McCready, and the thing is shape-shifting it, it's got it like greg is saying it's got the dogs coming out of one side of its its body it's got its own theoretically its own face coming out the top and it's also got some other shit going on down down south mm-hmm. giant it's creepy, five five dicks it. you know yeah you know, you know.
0: double Hemi penis double um,
2: <laughs> what the hell for <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: that couldn't have been time more perfect <laughs> thank you to our producer <laughs> No, I mean, it's, it's... it's it. For
1: me, it's hard to talk about anything other than uh, than the effects when it comes to this movie. I agree, 100%. Because the, the theme of but this film... But they're not effects.
2: Right. Well, they, they, are, they are practical Well, they effects. are, but yeah. I mean, yeah. in our mind, it is. Yeah,
0: yeah it's they're not, not like, special it's not like effects. Kurt Russell was right. shining. Mm-hmm. He was. He didn't give like an Oscar. Yes, you
2: are, dude. Don't lie. about <laughs> yourself. Oh, You're doing great.
0: oh, thanks, man. Keith Foss David Russell.
1: shines in this. Foss Keith David... Which Keith David... Childs. Childs. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You're right. He could have been an action star. Like, he, he chose a different route and he it probably worked out for him that way because he didn't get pigeonholed into a single character. But he proved in this movie he could have been an action star. He's got the balls. He's got the sternness so of the face. He's got the emotions. His, his voice. Yeah. He's got a great goddamn voice. He's, I mean, that's that's one of the reasons he does so much voiceover. Yeah. Like I said, he's, he's been in video games. He's been in cartoons. He's, you know. When, when you n- hear him,
0: yeah, and he, yeah, undeniable, hundred percent, and you know his face. He, he, yeah, like, you talked about it. he's been in a ton of stuff, unmentionable stuff. You know, what I mean, like you, mm-hmm. you're never gonna call him out in a crowd. But yeah, but as soon as you, he's one of those guys that, um, in, in the industry, they
1: call him the guy with the guy in that thing, because as soon as you see him, you're like, oh <laughs> shit, I've seen him in a hundred different yeah, projects, yeah. but I didn't know that was him. The guy in that thing.
0: The guy in that thing.
1: I think. Uh, yeah anyway, getting back to, to what I was saying about uh, effects and stuff like outside of the effects the thing that the thing that stands out to me the most about this movie is the theme of fear because not only was the book written at a time where our country was was very afraid, the mm-hmm. world was afraid mm-hmm. Cold, the Nazi Cold Party war. was on the rise, but then this movie came out during the Cold War mm-hmm. and you know so it's the source material was written in a time of fear the film was made in a time of fear. And that concept of not being able to trust anyone was pervasive. The driving factor. Yeah. I mean, granted, this isn't during... that nobody's going to
0: come to help you. Mm-hmm.
1: This well, isn't even, during, during like, yeah. uh, necessarily during the Red, Red Scare, but mm-hmm. it's at the end of it. Yeah. You know, the, the, Soviet, the Soviets were still, you know, the big bad. I mean, at mm-hmm. this time you were, we we were still using them as like the villain in Rocky IV Red Dawn. Yeah, so they were in this situation you can kind of put a russian spy in for the thing and still have the same
0: movie. Maybe that's why they made sure they called them the norwegians. <laughs> Checkmate. <laughs> Checkmate motherfucker.
2: Yeah, seriously. But
1: yeah, I mean I got a, I got a question to pose for you guys on that. Yeah. So if we were to remake the thing, not like, like in 2011, they had a sequel, but if we were to remake the thing, like we're going to in a few years, what would be the real world comparison? What is the thing we're afraid of?
0: You want to take this one or should I?
2: I mean, I, I'd i hate to like, even say it's comparable to like the the invisible virus. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I think... What they did was perfect. Mm-hmm. I, like I said, it's the perfect monster. Yeah. It's it's an alien, right? So mm-hmm. that's something that like nobody can prove wrong, like right. a werewolf or... Mm-hmm.
1: And it's a shape-shifting alien at that, so it can hide better than a werewolf. In exactly. And a
0: cellular... Mm-hmm. a Cellular, regener- cellular regenerator. regenerator. Yeah. Which yeah. is the scariest fucking thing next to COVID-19.
2: And it's like believable, too, because it's like your paranoia is... Mm-hmm. Is, is pushing this fear further, and it's like, oh, we don't need, like, a laser to kill it or something. We need a mm-hmm. flamethrower, like a lighter and yeah. a fucking can of hairspray. Yeah. Exactly. It's like, <laughs> it's like, it's like, it's almost too scary for me. Like, yeah. CGI aside, mm-hmm. in between that time when uh, makeup and were spread its top before CGI took over, it's still in my mind like the perfect mm-hmm. monster so, yeah. so i don't know i'd, I'd hope i'd hope i just see the same version with cg some badass cgi mm-hmm. well
0: yeah. i, I I'd, I'd, I'd i'd agree i think the scariest thing in our time of, of <clears throat> without going into this i think otherworldly creatures can i mean we there's 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 stuff out there man mm-hmm. like we know this i mean yeah. come on i mean there's there's too much i mean the fact that the unknown, like Shashi said, the unknown is crazy. And so that's, that's I think, the, the craziest part about it is uh, otherworldly creatures um, probably presenting themselves when they're not being killed by flamethrowers. They're not being mm-hmm. killed by anything. They are bionic creatures that have probably lived millennia in front of us.
1: Right. Well, I would like to posit that because in the 30s the thing was analogous to an actual threat and in the 80s it was analogous to an actual threat and yeah. remaking it today it Fear. may not be a specific country that is the th- i mean y- there's there's going to be people that could that can draw the lines you yeah. know and make the assumptions but i think we're at a point where especially our generation is so existentially anxious about everything
2: everything yeah.
1: that a, There's a a creature that can mimic the the human body and <laughs> and, a, and a person's voice so much that you can't tell the difference between the real one and the fake one. Mm-hmm. The real <coughs> thing we're afraid of
0: is other people. Yeah. we're not afraid of aliens. We're afraid of other people. And I think that's uh, a big
2: time in ourselves.
0: Not mm-hmm. right now because we're already so divided. You know, not to bring in real words yeah. to the to the. Well, you have to because horror <clears throat> like not to cut you off. But- well, no, but they they play on your emotions and what's going on. In the it's film. always, yeah. it,
1: horror and and science fiction have always been the place where writers can talk about real world shit and, and real world and point out real world and stuff and multiply them by 10. Yeah. And because you can put this real fear on a, on a fake thing, yeah. you can talk about it. Absolutely. So that's why you've got horror movies that, you know, have analogies to, you know, the AIDS epidemic mm-hmm. and to, you know, uh, gay panic and mm-hmm. red
0: panic mm-hmm. and, yeah. and all drug sorts usage of and, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. I mean, yeah. it's it's nonstop. I mean, it, that's that's where the good ones that's mm-hmm. that's why they're the good ones. Well, I think, it, like I said, I, I I think the the people next door, mm-hmm. you know, that that's that whole thing. Like down the street, you know, you know, we talked about Halloween and this that and the other. It's your neighbors can become enemies very quickly. Mm-hmm. And the part about this movie, which is nuts, is because they're secluded. Mm-hmm. With no way out, and the people next to them that they want to trust can't be trusted, mm-hmm. and there's no way out for them. It, it, you can't even be your own person because it, we we saw it with Kurt, Kurt Russell blast the motherfucker mm-hmm. in the head straight through the head, boom. When he tried to turn on him, yeah, he wasn't an alien. He was ha- suffering from like that. Yeah, that, he was afraid that, that dementia, mm-hmm. that solitary dementia. Yeah, large.
1: well, I think I think this movie. Clark, yeah, points yeah. out that they were looking for a reason to distrust each other. Yeah. Like, they already didn't like each other. Keith David and Kurt Russell don't get along. Mm-hmm. Nobody fucking gets along in this movie except for the
0: stoner Palmer. Yeah, well, I love Palmer. I'm glad you brought him <laughs> so, up. He's my favorite. He's like, yeah, the first, like, three times he's in the movie, he's just lighting up giant doobies.
1: So they're looking for reasons. It's like I of say doobies? Did I just, I say say that doobie, doobie, Did I just put myself
0: back in the <laughs> 70s, 80s? Get out of your boomer. It's Fucking, yeah.
1: He's the only one that is willing to coexist with his with with his coworkers, and the this team. And I I'm curious to to speculate that uh, the Norwegians felt the same way that they were Norwegian looking folk. for a reason to distrust each other, and the alien gave them that reason. The alien may have been the catalyst, but
0: the real villain of this story is the fact that they don't trust each other to begin All with. All right. So you talked about the Norwegians, right? Mm-hmm. And so. There was a pilot that got away who was shooting at a fucking dog, right? And Briefly. Uh, that's Kurt Russell. He is the pilot. You know what I mean? Like, he was, you know, he that guy was... You can make that miracle, that, yeah. You know what I mean? As far as like a... So
1: who's the dog and who's the pilot at the end of the movie?
0: I'm not talking about the dog. I'm talking about the, the mirror. You have to
1: place. talk about the dog though, because the dog and the pilot both escaped the Norwegian. Well, camp. I, I'll
0: tell you who the dog was. It was the the dog guy. The dog. The dog. <laughs> no, no, the, the dog guy. What was his no, name? No,
1: no. What I'm talking about is the guy who dug everything. The last scene moves the movie.
0: Everything out. Yeah, but, the very last scene in the movie.
1: Yeah, but where it's just Keith David and Kurt Russell. Because but, but what if I'm we're making before the that, comparison, yeah, the
0: 1st we They're saying before that mm-hmm. uh, the 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 dog guy who was. They they found out that he was taking all of the scraps of the Blair Blair yeah yeah so he's he he created a tunnel and all this kind of stuff. right they but he's clearly by. an alien that's clearly. where it's that's since where it's different be- since the beginning
1: at, in the beginning of the movie when we first see the dog and, and see the pilot we don't know that either of them is an alien we we have a suspicion
0: mm-hmm.
1: at the very end of the movie we have Keith David and we have Kurt Russell yeah we don't know that either of them is the alien but we have true. a suspicion true I think that's where the where the mirror Kind of comes into play,
2: and like, I think that's where the paranoia comes into play mm-hmm. for the audience because with all the theories that are left from that, because it's an open ending, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? They don't. Yeah, they just is. say, "Let's see what happens," and let's, and let's, then... let's
0: wait a few minutes.
2: No, no, wait, no let's get into it. Let's yeah, talk about because we're there. Yeah. No,
0: no, no I'm, I'm saying like that's oh the that's a quote oh, from the, that's quote yeah, from yeah, the movie. like yeah. Yeah. let's wait a few minutes. Yeah, they're like sitting there. Yeah, for sure. Like, oh, a, let's, let's wait a few minutes. See what happens. Let's just wait a few minutes. See what happens. To me. I mean, this is this is where it gets crazy. It's like mm-hmm. because we've talked about this whole conundrum. Mm-hmm. Um, they made their they blew up their entire base, um, which is a huge base from what we've seen. Yeah, it, uh, I looked at a stat. It said there was fifty pyrotechnic te- pyrotechnic technicians mm-hmm. to put on that blast. Yeah, it was a huge blast. Where they
1: blow up the three buildings? Yeah, all yeah.
0: they they blew up the, everything. You know, mm-hmm. and so. He comes stumbling along, stumbling along, stumbling along, and this is where we're, this is where Shasti Shasti bro is gonna come in here and talk a little bit about some fan stuff. But it in my interpretation of that, mm-hmm. where they're sitting there together, um, and they're just w- w- watching each other basically. They're both they, everybody's been up for like four days, mm-hmm. you know, like they're exhausted yeah. and they're fucked mentally anyway. And Kurt Russell. Faz Russell is the the semi-hero but finally succumbs to his own mortality mm-hmm. and says let's just wait a few minutes and see what happens. So, jumping off from that,
1: I have a feeling we all kind of disagree on the answer to this question. Yeah, I think so we'll I'm, start with yeah. we'll start with you. Cool. Faz, who's the thing at the end
0: of the movie? At the end... When it's just Keith David and Kurt that Russell, scene you were just talking about. When it's you yeah. and Keith David, mm-hmm. who's the thing? I think it's Faz Russell. I don't think either of them is the thing. I think it's Faz Russell. I think All right, Faz- well, why? <laughs> I think Faz Russell is the thing because the entire movie he is trying to stay alive and keep other people alive. But he especially is trying to stay alive himself. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and he says that many times throughout this movie. Like, stay the fuck away from me at first. And then he says, I don't want any of you motherfuckers out of my sight. Mm -hmm. And that's where I get the correlation of him trying to be the... That switch in his personality. That switch. And then at the end of this, I I feel like he doesn't really want to die. And so he's trying to prolong his life, no matter whether it's a human life or a different thing. He wants... they talked about... He wants um, to watch
2: the other guy die. Only. Well, no. I,
0: well, in my opinion, I th- they talked about how the, the, the entire base has been burning down and they can live off the of heat yeah. for about, oh, whatever, an hour yeah. or two. But they're going to get cold and they're yeah. going to die. Um, so it kind of seems to me at that point that he wants to prolong his... his even if it might not be his life form, but just mm-hmm. his life. Um, he wants to kind of be the alien. He wants to cryogenically freeze and start over freeze and and just let the let that unknown that he's been dealing with Mm -hmm. let that unknown thrive that's that's kind of where I got that's does that make sense yeah totally and I think it's incredibly
1: valid I I I would disagree I don't think that either of them is is the thing I think that that they did actually kill or at the very least stave off the thing to the point where, when it comes down to the, just the two of them, if the thing's still alive, it's in the tunnel and it's going into hibernation. And the two of and Keith David and, and Foz Russell both have <laughs> Foz resigned Russell. themselves to we're going to freeze to death because the, the, party, the rescue party is not going to be here for a few days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We've got 10 hours of heat. We might as well drink some scotch and just let it go. I think they they I, they I just think they that had that, that conversation where it's like none of us get out of here alive. Yeah. So they already just
0: decided they're like we're going to spend our just, lives like that, destroying that, this. That, that whole give me give it a couple of give it give it a couple of minutes. I think that's a hey you can't disagree with me. I didn't. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't no. love you. I'm not disagree. I just I, I'm just bringing into play that whole let's give it a couple of minutes. I think yeah. that's a that's a, like that's a, a it's that's incredibly crazy Crazy way to end a movie. Let's give it a couple minutes. The fact that it's so open ended leaves. Yeah,
2: exactly. there's
0: probably six ways you
1: can interpret this movie. Yeah. Agreed. As far as permutations go, what do you go.
2: think they're blasto? So I think um, initially watching the movie, right? Uh huh. I think they're both not the thing, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. But <laughs> however, my curiosity. Moreover, my my curiosity wants to dig a little deeper, mm-hmm. right? So if one of them is the thing, mm-hmm. right, I don't think either of them are the thing after watching it. But if either of them are the thing, I'm siding with what Foz Russell is saying here. <laughs> because, right? Well, he was in the movie. Right. So I got a hat. <laughs> we'll do it behind the scenes later. I got a fucking <laughs> hat, bro. I got a hat. It's official. But so, like you said, Josh Blair <laughs> is the last one that is the thing. Yeah, that that they blow up and kill, right? But there's mm-hmm. the cut scene between Kurt Russell making all those Molotov cocktails, yeah. and meeting up with with
1: yeah. There is a hard cut meeting between up with childs at the
2: end. So my thing is right. The first human that they saw die was. Fuchs that they weren't like the thing, I mean, fucks, fucks, yeah. <laughs> no, it's fuchs, no, it's <laughs> spelled <laughs> fucks. But he, he, they, they came to the conclusion maybe he set himself on fire. There were three guys standing yeah, there looking yeah, at his yeah. corpse. So, my only that's a thing good, that's a good call, yeah, that's good. So, if 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 they mark fucking Blair, right, blow his mm-hmm. ass up, and there's the last scene you saw was Kurt Russell filling up Molotov cocktails, mm-hmm. right. There's a period of time that's unknown, and there's a few of these throughout the movies where you yeah. think Kurt could be the thing now because they went to the cabin, right? Mm-hmm. They went. Where are we going? Up to my shack? What the hell? You know what I mean? There were a right. couple of times where we fucking separate and shit. So on that last time, I I think that he was saving to that. drive <laughs> the point. Right. <laughs> I don't know if 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 Kurt's if Kurt's the thing, mm-hmm. it's because Fugue's... Fucking was still out there because they can survive at sub-zero mm. temperatures. And my backing behind that was: you see, you see Kurt Russell's character with his half pint that he has. Like, yeah. he, if me and Greg had 10 half pints tonight, they would all be done, <laughs> right? So, throughout this whole movie, which is like six days, this motherfucker got the half pint, right? <laughs> yeah. and you see him filling up Molotov cocktails, and then Childs comes up. Mm-hmm. And when he gives him the bottle, he looks like Kurt Russell's about to take takes the bottle right he hands child's the bottle and the fucking the the creepy music comes in (laughs) anytime the thing comes into play there's like oh that's good yeah yeah, so it's like he hands it to him and like smiles a little bit and in that same scene kurt russell is blowing they're talking to each other Mm -hmm. i was talking about this a little bit before but i didn't say this that child's is like not breathing in the end of the scene even though Mm -hmm. he has like like Getting out a couple words. Yeah. Kurt Russell's like blowing out steam. So Childs is like, dying. Re- like Greg said, he's almost like, like yeah. If Kurt Russell is the thing, he's gonna. He knows that he can be cryogenically frozen. That's how mm-hmm. he's traveled to Earth. That's how he landed mm-hmm. in sub-zero and he's, and temperatures. He's the alpha male at that point. So yeah, that's why Kurt Russell even says like, we all need to torch ourselves because when the rescue team comes in the morning, he's it's after the fucking the storm's done. Mm-hmm. He's gonna thaw out yeah. essentially. Well, and I mean I think they're I think neither of them are. But it's genius to leave it open-ended.
1: Yeah. It's it
2: there That's
1: good. Again, yeah, another I like another that. I like very valid yeah, I like that. opinion. There's a there's a few more that we haven't discussed though, like the possibility that childs is the thing. Because there's a couple of times where yeah, childs could become the thing. Yeah. Where well, they, he, they he stra- says he they separated. strapped him
0: down a few times. They strapped him down. Well time. it's
1: it's I would say if childs became the thing, it's during the final battle. There's two chances that he could have could have happened where he he separates from the group. He says he thought he saw Blair, Mm -hmm. but clearly Blair was fighting uh, uh, MacReady, Russell's character. Yeah, yeah. So it's possible that he's lying and he was uh, changed during the time he was off scene. Or, like you said, Fuchs or Fucks was still out there and morphed into Childs. Um, There's also the possibility that both of them are the thing. And yeah. that's why they're not fighting anymore. Yeah. They True. have a suspicion. Let's give it a couple Like, minutes. me
2: and you are like, neither of them are. Yeah. They kind of smirked at each other. Because I'm saying, I, like, that that was my only apprehension was, like, like Greg's like, oh, let's see what happens. Like, the mm-hmm. thing, like, why would the thing just want to watch yeah. Childs die when he gets, obviously, pleasure and just, like... Yeah. There'd be two people there to be cry mm-hmm. cryologically defrosted. Like just cut your arm off and have the arm Well take yeah, over. I mean if you yeah. took, if if if, if Kurt Russell or Childs were the thing and took over the uh, the last survivor, mm-hmm. there would be two that would be defrosted. Yeah. In lack of a better terms, right? Yeah. Cuz that that was the thing strategy that, like we have to torch everybody mm-hmm. defrosted. <laughs> it's true. Well, no, no, you, I, you can't. You can't put it on the grill it until it's flavor, defrosted. Let it get up to room temperature, <laughs> put a little salt on it, we're good.
1: <laughs> no, and I, I think the fact that none of us can agree points to, points to the genius of the ending. Because it's, it's just, there is no right answer. And when it comes to fear, yeah and distrust there is no right answer absolutely like if you're if you're if if, if you have convinced yourself that you can't trust anyone you never will
2: and never. you never will trust yourself so. right so and even that, if they're both yeah. not the thing at the end they don't trust each people. other
1: yeah. at that point they may not trust themselves
2: i mean that's a common thing that's the whole yeah that's the horror of the story that's really the
0: entire plot you mm-hmm. know what i mean not trusting yourself around other people and not trusting the people around you right to be yourself and without having seen the entire prequel,
1: the 2011 prequel, um, I can't say if very many of these questions are answered. Um, but I, I am curious to go back and watch that movie in full yeah. and yeah. see yeah. if
0: anything definitive is said. For sure. What, I, what, I hope that it's not, but I'm still curious. Yeah, absolutely. And is there any kind of any kind of uh, fan notion on this, Blasto?
2: Not just that last... Just that mm-hmm. yeah, the, yeah, my, for my sure. argument for... <clears throat> For yeah. you being the mother, <laughs> you motherfucker, you—he's the imposter. I am the motherfucker. He's the imposter among us. I, so you I, I wear the hat. You're not really Kurt Russell. <laughs> <laughs>
1: You're all gonna die. Greg has taken over Kurt Russell's body,
0: or maybe it's Kurt Russell has taken over Greg's body because it looks like Greg. <laughs> You'll never know. Maybe I'm taken over by cider boys. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe. But now this is all these conspiracies are floating around in my, oh my head. I can't goodness, trust you guys. I can't even sleep tonight. <laughs> Just kidding. But anyway, seriously, great fucking flick. Very Honestly. good. Yeah, first yeah. time I've seen it. I'm a newbie to this one.
2: There's I, video games, comic yeah, books, game, board games. There's I, I, everything I, could, from I, I can't believe I've never seen this movie. We'll, we'll touch back on this. Yeah, I mean, so, you've, yeah.
1: you've got to have patience to watch this movie, but it's worth
2: it. And you really don't have to have that much compared to like some of the movies we've covered. Really? It feels slower than it really is. But at the end of it, it's like, oh, an hour and a half past. You know what I mean? It's really Once
0: you hit that one mark where it's like, I think it's like an hour in, it's like, it's. It speeds up. Yeah. It literally gets explosive. It's. Yes, yes, yes. And internally, externally, physically, and mentally. Mm -hmm. It's a great flick. Uh, I would. I would say everybody should watch this. Just for the simple fact of that shock and awe value. I, Not being able to I know I who you can say trust. Any, I, I never I never trust. I cannot trust. You never know. But again, can't say enough for the uh, the glorious design of yeah. the monsters. Mm-hmm. Wow. So just as kind of
1: final thoughts on this, um, I think with the remake coming out in a couple of years, they're going to have to take it a different direction. I don't think... Do you think audiences. I'll make the cut? Should What's
0: I, that? Do you think I'll make the cut with my hat? I don't know. You'll probably play Bill, Blair this time. Oh, fuck. But they'll make you shave your mustache. Oh, my
2: goodness. What the <laughs> hell for? <laughs> God damn our producer.
0: Old Blast Donut. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> I,
1: think, I, I think modern audiences are not equipped. Or, or, or rather, their attention is not equipped for a film like this. So it's going to have to be much more of a shock and awe. So regardless of how they do the effects, the story itself is going to have to move faster.
0: Is it going to be a remake or a? Part, it's an part absolute, D. yeah. Okay. They're they're
1: starting over. Okay. Um. So yeah, I'm so I'm I'm interested to see how it goes. I don't have spoiler alert. I don't have high hopes for it, mm-hmm. but I'll still
0: watch it. You know, just well, to see how it holds up to the high original. i this movie anyway. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> It bombed. Clearly. <laughs> Fuck. But anyway, shit, man. Yeah. I, I, I'm I glad I watched it. I'm pumped that you brought this to my table, and this is great. This is a great film. Yeah, great call, Josh. Thank you. you. It's a team effort. a team
1: effort. Amen. But I think the uh, Mutual Appreciation Society uh, has a meeting in a few minutes, so we should probably wrap up. Oh, oh, God. God. oh That society's meeting again? Yeah, just in this garage so yeah. we don't have to go anywhere. check in.
0: So... All right.
1: Let's do some promo. All right. You can find me on Twitter at ThePriceIsRight312. That's R-I-G-H-T. Um, you can find me on Instagram at ForgetfulWriter312. Uh, that's where I put a lot of our uh, you know post and during show photos, um, some cool little tidbits. You can find our other projects and endeavors at thepricesright.com. That's W R I T E, and don't forget about our Patreon. We got some uh, some exclusive stuff, a few exclusive episodes, and some exclusive merch and stuff. And to come. on to Patreon. Yeah, we got some good stuff coming down the pipe for our Patreon uh, subscribers. I would like to shout them out really quick. Just you know, Steph, Violet, Forrest, Thank you guys for getting getting in on the ground floor, Thanks, guys. and we got we really some really, really fun stuff planned for you. You know. Coming down the line Yeah thanks
0: guys Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely Um Anyway Like Josh didn't you write a book? Book <laughs> a book You mean like with Pages words and words Words and stuff You know I know we blew everything What up. is
2: book? What is book?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah So I am a Published author uh, I yep. wrote a Young adult novel Called Reaper It is the first in the Gatekeeper series It is a Fantasy story you can find it online at Amazon, Barnes and Noble, anywhere you get your books through the interwebs in hardcover, paperback, and ebook. And we're also talking about doing a uh, an audiobook next year. So fun stuff.
0: Oh, yeah. Heck yeah. Find me at Foscaster on Twitter. Let's talk. Shout me out. He's yeah, actually yeah. tweeting now, folks. I'm trying to twat. He's real. Yeah, I'm, my my I'm, twat is growing. I'm larger.
2: tagging him and retweeting him and everything, too. So follow <laughs> me at, at Bands, B A N D Z. That's Twitter and IG. And we got some more, uh, more shows in the works. maybe possibly as early as next year. Uh, all in Josh's little web here, uh, prizesright.com, W-R-I-T-E. Yeah,
1: we got. Uh, we are officially a network here, folks. So we have Cocktail Cinema, which you're listening to today. Mm-hmm. Um, we've also got Suburbanite Insight, which is where we kind of talk about. We pick a topic and we just kind of, we're our ridiculous idiots of ourselves. A Yeah. And then uh, we just are, uh, launched, at the time of this release, uh, the Fozcast. Our first episode was with uh, Moore, a local rap artist here in the Chicagoland area. And we got another another project or two coming down the line. We're just kind of working out the, the yeah. details, so keep your eyes yeah. and ears peeled for that. Is that an episode there, gentlemen? Call it, buddy. It's a solid episode. It was fun. Yeah. Say goodbye.
2: I know you gentlemen have been through a lot but when you find the time, I'd rather not spend the rest of this winter tied to this fucking couch!